This podcast is part of the Michigan Sports and Entertainment Podcast Network. Go to michigansportsandentertainment.com for more great podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the Skeptical Skeptics Podcast. I'm your host, RJ Metzger. And I'm Rachel Metzger. And we are on episode 17. So we are now firmly in the podcast network, which actually has a new Twitter handle, which is at MSE Network on Twitter. So feel free to check them out. And also, you if you're in the Chicago or Illinois area, you, you should be hearing an ad about a boudoir. Um <laughs> yeah, we sold that ad space. So, oh, and we got our swag back this week. It, it did not look good. Guys, so. you don't want that swag. No, so uh, I'm going to make one more adjustment and then see if it's any good. And then we might put that store up. So that might be pretty fun. Um, that's pretty much all the news for the show. Right? I think so. Oh, if you do hear that boudoir ad, like, let me know if it's, you find it annoying. I'm not super tied to like the four cents that they're going to pay us to to do that. So just let me know. But it would be the first money we've ever made yeah, four from cents. the podcast. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool. Speaking of which, we probably will be opening a Patreon account. So if you want to float us like another four cents, there should be a way to do that at some point. Uh, four cent Patreon. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. For four cent Patreon, uh, we'll say your name one time at one point throughout the show. And that's about it. Possibly just whisper it. Yeah. While the other person is talking. Exactly. Um, Okay. Oh, for the weird fact of the week, um, we have that in 2014, a woman missing in Iceland was found whenever she was discovered to be in the search party looking for herself. (laughs) (laughs) I like it because it's like, hold on. Was it like she knew and she was messing with people or was it like she had no idea like she was legitimately like who where, where is this lost people person going? yeah i must help them find her and then it's just you yeah i think i i like the better like i i like the idea of just like there's a bunch of people like walking through the woods and she's like yeah i mean sure let me let me join up with them kind of like when force gump starts running and all these other people yeah, just start people running join with him. yeah exactly yeah. that's exactly what i was thinking of yeah um but yeah so that happened and Good Lord, how stupid would you feel? (laughs) Terrible. Anyway, so um, this week I will be talking about dinosaurs just in general, because we have like two or three things about them that I didn't want to talk about separately. I find them interesting, uh, but all put together. Yeah, I'll make an episode out of that. All right. And my uh, story today is going to be about the vulture mine, which I've never heard of before. I don't I just don't really care about mines, I guess. So I've just never really like put a lot of attention in, but apparently RJ has. Um, well, no, I mean, it was like on an episode of Ghost Douche. Oh, well, that's why. Yeah. AKA Ghost Adventures. AKA just what we call Douche it. Bagans. Douche Bagans. <laughs> He's the worst, but I can't stop watching. It's like... Actually, you literally can stop watching. <laughs> and like, we do for years at a time. But then we watch an insane <laughs> Steve, amount. An embarrassing amount. It's just like... The way he talks is so insane. We stopped watching for the we, we came for the ghosts. We stayed for the ghost douche, <laughs> which is embarrassing to admit, because it's like, how can he make money off this? Right. Like he doesn't deserve. Oh, this. yeah, I, I wouldn't be his four cent Patreon, but <laughs> Lord knows <laughs> but I'm for listening. some reason I'll continue watching his stupid face on TV. It's I mean, he is entertainment. Just not in the right way or the good way. It's, yeah. Masochistic entertainment, but it's definitely entertainment Poor guy. Um, the sad part is like, I really think he's serious. 
And I think that's why I think it's so funny. It's because I really think he's like. I used to think he was playing a character. I don't think so. No, like I think, I think that's, that's him. legitimately yeah. who he is. I do too. Like that black spike, spiky hair. Yeah, like straight out of two thousand two. <laughs> and, and I Guy think Fieri, I'm pretty sure he still really wears buckle jeans. Oh, Garen. No, not buckle. He wears a uh, hot topic. Oh, hot topic jeans. Yeah, with like the rhinestones. Yeah, he might have graduated to uh, what is it, Benjamins? Sure. Benjamins? I don't know. I don't know jeans well enough. No, and he not wears Benjamin, like that place with all the weird stuff. What is that place? I thought that was Hot Topic. No, the other place with all the weird stuff. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, the place that your parents wouldn't let you go in yeah, in the mall yeah, when you, you were, were a like kid and you always 15, wanted to yeah. so bad. Yeah. It's called. Why can't I remember what it's called? Spooky Zoopsies. Not even close. Zo- Zooply. Zuki? Nope. Zoomy. No. That's Zoomies not is a shoe brand slash clothes brand. But I know what you're talking it's Benjamins. about. Benjamins. It's no, I've never heard of Benjamins a day in my life. Like I've heard the name, but, but otherwise, Bella, hang on. I'm pretty sure it's just Hot Topic used to be a lot creepier than it is now. No, there's another one. Hang on, now I have to find it. Okay. <laughs> Sears, Target, <laughs> New York and Company. Oh, Sears, you're walking like whoo. <laughs> it's called Spencer's. Yep, I remember. Yeah, it's where like they have the all the weird like they have like weird random costumes and and if you go in the back, there's a lot of dildos. Yeah, there's yeah, and and there's pictures of boobs and stuff. <laughs> so you were like dying to go in there when you're like 13 years old, but your parents won't let you. My parents let me be, and by let me, I mean they didn't know. Your parents had no idea. No. Can you imagine your dad and not top? I kept I mean, myself in, in out Spencer's. of Spencer's. Can you imagine your dad and Spencer's? It was just weird because the thing about Spencer's was the, the items were off putting enough. The people were far worse. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Can we have like we already talked about a YouTube video of me doing something I hate. Can we ever like do a YouTube video of taking your dad into Spencer's? <laughs> yes. Yeah. If we get three likes, <laughs> we'll take my dad to Spencer's. <laughs> that best day ever. Oh, that would be so good. Anyways. Oh. Shit, I don't. What did you do? Breaking things. Okay. I don't good. even know what I was talking about anymore. Oh, yeah, Ghost Douche. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with Ghost Douche. Uh, okay. So I'm talking about the Vulture Mines, which apparently was on Ghost Douche. Um, it is an area northwest of what is now Phoenix, Arizona. Um, it was found in 1863 by a prospector named Henry Wickenburg, which like, I don't, I know prospectors were real, but like, I just see. Oh, prospector. <laughs> oh, stinky feet. Exactly. Yeah. I just see the one from Toy Story, especially yeah. since like Sterling is obsessed with Toy Story. We watch I it met all a the time. When I was young. That's so cool. He taught us how to swirl. Oh, wait, gold. I kind of need to know, like, is it, what do prospectors do? They, they look for gold. But that's it. They, they look for, like, they don't mine it themselves, right? So I think some might. Or they just, the like, look around and they're like, like mm, there's gold in there, and then they walk yeah, away? They, I have sampled X amount of gold. This this place has good prospects. Prospector. Huh. See, I didn't even know what their job was. I just thought of a farting weird guy. No, that, that's definitely the second part of their job. <laughs> I'm, like, 99% sure. Um... So, yeah, 1863, a prospector named Henry Wickenburg found a quartz deposit um, there that contained gold. So uh, that same year, they opened up the mine and they also like established a little town around it. Since back then, that's what they did. Right. Is they made little mining towns that people who worked in the mine lived there. Um, And it was just called it was obviously called Vulture City. Uh, Vulture Mine quickly became the most productive 
gold mine in history, which is like a big deal, right? Like, also, it's interesting to me that it was in Arizona and not in California. Or Nevada. Yeah, or Nevada. Um, so it ran from 1863 to 1942. It's a pretty dumb reason why they got shut down. So in 1942, they got shut down by a regular... A, Regular regular fight? Nope, not a regular fight. Regulatory agency for processing gold. Um, they got shut down because at the time it was wartime, right? And uh, it was a violation because all resources were supposed to be going towards the war. Mm-hmm. But instead the gold mine was like, nah, we got gold to get. So wait, they sh- <laughs> yeah. that's the dumbest thing. So they shut it down instead of... Taking he- its resources? Well, yeah. I guess they probably took the resources. I don't know. It's like... This is my ball and we're not playing anymore. But also it's like you are the highest producing mine of gold and you're going to do something this stupid to mess it up. That too. Yeah. You know what's going on. Sounds really basic. You know the rules. Come on, people. Um, so the mine did appeal the shutdown order and actually won. Oh. But apparently they just like it just kind of like fizzled out from there. I don't understand what that <clears throat> like. I'm not sure what that means business wise. Well, maybe that's why like. They were like, you know what? The government ain't going to get a chunk because we're going to be done anyway. Maybe that's it. Maybe they were already not doing like super well. Because, I mean, eventually gold runs out no sure. matter what, right? Yeah. Um. So after a few years, it shut down for good. So obviously once it shut down, every left, right? Nobody stays in a mining town when there's nothing left to mine. Yep. That's your whole entire job. And so there's nothing. And, and also they're in the freaking desert. Like there's nothing around them. Right. There's no like, you can't like, I'm going to farm here. No. Like, once the prostitutes leave, you're gone. Exactly. Once the golden prostitutes are gone. Um, so it was, it was pretty much, they, they like legitimately have called, deemed it like, like a legit term of a ghost town. And it has been since then. It's just like no man's land now. Um, I like that you said ghost town and then you also used another turn of turn of phrase <laughs> to say ghost town again. I thought I would reestablish it. Good. So many of the people that from there actually moved to a little like a little north to like a better area. And it's called um, Wickenburg now, the town of Wickenburg because of Henry. Um, so, yeah, so all the, a lot of people that lived there moved to Wickenburg. So they have stories of their families from Vulture City. So here's some of the the stories. Which, by the way, I would be remiss if I didn't say this. If anything had like a bad omen over it, it would be something called Vulture City. Well, and also, like, I feel like if there are if we are going to go into the idea of ghosts and hauntings and things like that, which like, clearly we are. Right. Of course. Um, mining places are a good place to do it. Oh, yeah. Mining accidents happen all the time. They're extremely dangerous. Yep. And the working conditions are horrible or horrible. Yeah. And the whole ghost town aesthetic, of course, is crazy for ghosts. Yeah. Right. Crazy easy. I mean, yeah. I mean, all the literally all that's left there are any of the people who died there. That's and it's it. called a ghost town, which for a child yeah. like I was once at some point. Also, maybe it's super inviting to the ghosts. We were like, this is our town, bitches. Yeah. And another one. Want to be there. Another one for us. This is a people town. Nobody called it that. Right. It was a vulture city, which is kind of, you know, gloomy beforehand. And now it's ghost town. Perfect. So here's a few of the stories of things that happened there that could cause paranormal things other than it being called a ghost town. So there's the story of Jimmy. Uh, his name. So it was James Davis, a.k.a. Jimmy. James, Jim, Davis. Hey, Jim. Jim, Jim don't let this happen to you. No. So, um. 
He was, he worked in the mines. He worked. Well, for people that just think we had a stroke, we have a buddy named Jim Davis. Who, <laughs> and he listens to us, listens I think. listens and checks out hi, the Jim. page. So yeah, hi, Jim. Um, so he was working in the, uh, what's called the powerhouse, which I'm assuming is where all like the big machinery is and things like that. Um, and he was working on one of the big machines that has like a pulley and basically one of the, um, one of the belts on it was like loose. And so he got up there to fix it. And as he pulled on it, he like tightened it and the pulley actually ended up grabbing him and like throwing him around and knocking him into stuff and breaking his neck. Killing Fun fact, him. where I met Jim was we both worked at Amazon and he was a ship sorter. Like he's a ship dock manager. I'm super glad the sorter didn't do this to him. It can grab you and throw you around. Seriously, it's the same. Oh. It's the same occupational well, risk. But he's good much thing you got out of there, Jim. Yeah, good job, Jim. We're just gonna, we're just gonna, this whole episode is going to be about Jim. Jim. So uh, there's that story about Jimmy. And then they're also hanging outside of the mine. There is a giant tree that has a sign on it. It's called the hanging tree. And it's where they did all their great hangings. Um, and pretty much anybody who did anything wrong, there wasn't like, it was like a lawless land. There wasn't like a sheriff or any kind of law or like structure in any way. It was just like you handle bad stuff that happens. You handle the criminals. So um, anybody who stole gold in any way got, got hung there. Uh, and it said that at one time there was one day where 18 men were all hung at the same time because they, uh, they stole gold. So that is one reason that people believe it could be haunted. That's a ton of dudes. Yeah, 18. Can you, well, and also they say, like, like uh, apparently um, there was someone quoted whose family lived there, like lived there when all this happened. And they, she said it like, it wasn't like one of the, they called one of those nice hanging trees where they have like the little <laughs> drop down things where it just does it easy. It was one more where like you stand on a rock. And then you, and then you they strangle. Take the rock away, which isn't, yeah. doesn't break the neck half as well, right? right? So then half the time they end up taking like two hours to die, which is... Ooh. That's a pretty r- steep price for stealing gold. I don't know. That's yeah, but when the whole thing is about gold, I guess I just feel like it's like. But also at the time, I'm sure it wasn't just gold. I'm sure it's like what you talk to my wife. That's a hanging. That's battling. Exactly. <laughs> like I just feel like in that kind of situation, there is no level, right? Like it's just <laughs> my gosh. Son. <laughs> Cole doesn't like this. He doesn't like the hanging tree. No. So here are some of the claims of things people have heard or seen when um, visiting the town. So uh, some people have reported hearing someone whispering to them in German, which is actually really interesting because Henry Wickenberg um, immigrated here from Germany and spoke German often. Um, Some have reported hearing a loud machine deep in the mines and a man yelling, which they all believe is Jimmy. People have uh, reported hearing men working in the mines and uh, what in the world? Why can't I write? People have reported hearing men working in the mines and taking hearing pickaxes being thrown. (laughs) The fuck? Okay. Uh, People have heard men working in the mines and throwing pickaxes which I'm sure would be really loud down there. And And unsettling. Right. Which I mean, could be like kids throwing rocks, but you never know. Mm. Mm -mm. Hey, you don't know. Mm -mm. 
you know, some people don't know what a pickaxe sounds like. I don't know what a pickaxe sounds like. Mm. I've never used a pickaxe in my life. I've never touched a pickaxe. I don't think I've seen a pickaxe. <laughs> I own a pickaxe. Again? <laughs> yeah, it's yellow and black. I don't. I've never seen that. Yeah, I guarantee you've I seen. I don't it. walk in your in your garage. It's so, okay. This, it's what Stinky if you Pete didn't, uses. If you didn't the, listen to our massive late fee episode, we talked. What did we talk about? Liam Neeson. No, but what was the the crowbar? A crowbar. Because uh, the, they were talking about how people just use crowbars on a daily basis, and I was like, I've never even seen a crowbar. And RJ was like, I own, I own two, a crowbar. Oh, I own crowbars. two crowbars. So this is it just proves how much I pay attention to any of the tools he has. In but it's, the you know, like Stinky Pete. It's I know what a pickaxe is. I oh. get it. I've just never like seen physically one seen life. one or. I guarantee you have. But that's fine. Whatever. I've never touched one for sure. And I don't know what it sounds like. All right. Another investigator reported hearing a man begging for help when they stayed overnight in the mines. There have also been reports, obviously, of cold spots, bad feelings and feeling touched by someone, which is all, you know, really basic normal. stuff. Yeah. Right. Uh, and there are tours you can go on that a local family who's family was from vulture city in the first place that they do where you can go around the whole town and they show you like buildings that are still up and you can visit the mines and everything i would do that so fast oh i would love that would be so, That'd be fun. so cool because the history and the ghosts you know something right that down I my think, alley because me and you talked about when we talked about um whaley house mm-hmm. we talked about the whole idea of like when you go somewhere specifically for when it's sensationalized yeah right but something else that i thought about is like and it's that it, that would happen obviously but on it would be even like doubled for me just because of like the eeriness of being in a town with no one else around yeah like you just be because because you expect no one to be there so like any noise you hear is a ghost right is something that's not supposed to be there right when it actually it could just be like a bird or nature just like something crumbling yeah yeah or things moving weird or whatever and when it, but to you it's like it must be a demon because it's like that's just the mode you'd be in because it's creepy walking. It's just unnatural to walk through a place like that. that doesn't only, have anyone and there. Not only a ghost town, but mines like mines are super unsettling. Oh, well, yeah. Mines. I could go into a mine that people are actually working in and I would be creeped out. Yeah. Like, it's just not something that like normally people are. That's not an environment you're used to, you know. But on the flip side, like what you said before, if there's some place where there's going to be a whole lot of ghost activity i feel like a place like that is one of them yeah hanging tree with 18 dudes and where poor jim davis our best bud got yanked around poor by a Jimbo machine today slice. yeah that, well but also because that's it like, we talk about that jimmy guy but there's no way he's the only person that died down there not right. even oh, close no, no, no. yeah no Which, chance. I mean, they ran from 1863 to 1942 can you right. imagine the amount of bodies yeah probably a ton i mean mining accidents happen all the time so yep it's a it's a hotbed for activity excellent i mean i guess unless you think about poor jimmy well yeah not excellent for him no although no No, there's no way to spin it there's no although okay so i'm gonna be talking about dinosaurs and (laughs) i get where you're going with this but like i feel like kind of but i feel like this is like if you just said that, like just saying dinosaurs feels like, like what podcast like, am I listening to? I have to? the top of my notes just says dinosaurs. Like it just feels like I'm like, I'm sorry. Am I am, am I talking on the wrong podcast right now? Right. So let's get real here for a minute about dinosaurs. OK, they're the coolest things of all time. Yes. Can we talk cool. about that? Uh, they existed. If you don't believe that they did <laughs> go away. Yeah. Go ahead and stop listening. You're not going to want to continue. No. And, uh, you know, flat earth and all that. That's probably for you. Um, and this podcast is all right, not. That's a little far. That's that's pushing it. 
We res- we respect you and your weird opinions, but oh, go I don't. away. No, I don't. Why okay, I? okay. Well, I do. What is there to respect? Everyone can have their own ideas and thoughts, whether they're right or wrong. They're allowed. This is Marka, son. There were no dinosaurs. This is Marka. People believe that. Are you kidding? People if you're anti that, crazy stuff. Flat Earth. Or Stop don't it. believe in Stop dinosaurs. It. We did not have enough listeners for you to do this. <laughs> to ostracize some of the group. Stop. We love everyone. Yeah. All right. Except for flat earthers. Please go away. And anti-vaxxers. I'm not continuing on that. I'm just saying flat earthers go away. Now you sound like you're an apologist. No. No, no, no. I'm just saying <laughs> I don't want to offend people because we I want people to listen to our podcast. Fe- All right. Check out but Massive Lake that wasn't my podcast. T- That's true. I don't okay. want to offend people on someone Fine, else's whatever. podcast. Have your own opinions but vaccination um okay so here we go so first of all the reason why dinosaurs uh is even something to argue about is because for a long time it really was something to argue about also because people have decided it's something to argue about well there's that but i mean like it, it started off on super shaky ground right that's the only, that's the main part coal <laughs> you sound like a scuba diver, he's bro. He's literally just sleeping. Like, he's not even doing it. It's he's not even like so he's exerting himself. Cute. It's not like he's, like, right close to the microphone. He's in my lap and breathing, and that's how loud he is. He's so cute. Anyway, um, yeah, so it started off on shaky ground. That I will agree with. So, Edward Drinker Cope, which, not a great name. I think it's an amazing name. Yeah, but... <laughs> not good for trying to prove the dinosaurs are real right. or anything, but... And Othniel... <laughs> Charles Marsh um, had a falling out. So they started off together. They were the first really like big paleontologists. They were they were what you would consider celebrity paleontologists. Uh, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> they were the Neil deGrasse Tysons of their day. Everyone like was hanging off, like wondering what their next big discovery would be. Right. OK. They were wrong about so many things is the problem. So uh, eventually they had a falling out and and Cope claimed that Marsh had paid quarrymen in New Jersey to divert fossils they found for Cope to Marsh. Right. And this is what started their falling out. I feel like you've told me about this before. I have. So, yeah, uh, (laughs) I only half listened to most of his stories. It's true. So the problem with that is then they both got into a fossil race. And so they were like going all across the world. Oh, this is a fossil. This is a fossil. This is a fossil. And like they literally like assembled an entire uh, they would assemble, assemble entire dinosaurs around a couple teeth. Yeah, right. right? Well, and also, like, it became more about winning than it was about actual well, and putting, findings yes, and, and discovery. And putting up, like, the, the, the things in museums, right? Like, the what's it called? The displays in museums. Like, that was their big deal. And so, like, it became very uh, unethical very quickly. Yeah. So, like, they would find a couple, like I said, a couple teeth and replicate an entire dinosaur based off of this, right? The iguanodon is, like, one of the... It's, it, I mean, it's it's a real dinosaur, but like it went through a lot of different iterations because of this kind of uh, not goodness. Another one is a childhood favorite um, Brontosaurus, you know, Littlefoot. Oh, yeah. So there was Littlefoot's a, not real. Well, there was a long stretch where people didn't think so. So what happened was uh, one of these guys found. The Brontosaurus, right? The big one. It was Marsh. Uh, he found the big Brontosaurus, right? But the problem was that they found a perfect specimen minus the head. So he made up a head and then stuck it on there, right? Okay. Well, uh, his old buddy Cope found an Apaptosaurus. That doesn't sound right. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately sounded right. Apatosaurus, which everyone was like, oh, 
Look at this. It's a, it's a sauropod, like a brontosaurus, but it's smaller. Uh, no, the apatosaurus were juvenile brontosauruses, but he found the head. And so Marsh's guess at the head was so wrong, they made uh, them two separate dinosaurs. That's awesome. Yeah. And so uh, eventually they found more specimens of the apatosaurus, right? And they were like, well, this brontosaurus uh, probably doesn't even exist. So then what they did was they... Uh, they, they said, well, the brontosaurus was Marsh's bad, didn't even exist, right? And Cope jumped all over this. And so, like, up until 2015, brontosaurus actually left, like, mainstream science. Like, all the museum pieces and stuff were, like, renamed. It was actually kind of a big deal that, uh... And I actually remember these stamps, but back in 1989, uh, the U.S. government made, like, these stamps. And one of them said brontosaurus on there. And they were like, this is, like, science illiteracy or whatever. And in, like, 2015, there was a new study that was like, no, guys, the brontosaurus is real. Yes, Marsh messed up, but it's still the same animal. Like, he's still right about most of the animal. Yeah. So, anyway... <clears throat> it's because of these kind of uncertainties that people were just like, well, dinosaurs never existed at all. It's all fake. Well, I, mean, I can kind of see their point at the time. Um, yeah, except I'm talking about that was like, you know, yesterday or oh, today. Oh, never mind. No, no. Yeah, so I could like back when they started. <laughs> yeah. So, like, these guys are some fools. So one of the things that they like to put out there is that uh, fossils. Have you ever even seen a fossil? It's a rock. So they're probably carving out rocks the shape of dinosaur bones. And saying it's dinosaurs, right? Uh, it's been possible. <laughs> my favorite theory about dinosaurs is up until 1852, uh, everything found that was a dinosaur was actually a dragon. And they don't want you to believe. <laughs> all the- they don't- I'm sorry, wait, hold on. Dragons are more believable than dinosaurs? Well, this is the actual cool part. This is the part that gets me excited. Although I would never say I believed in this. It's it's kind of cool. Um all the mythologies from like everywhere around the world had dragons. Nobody just had straight dinosaurs. OK, um, they would dig up bones and of dinosaurs, like real dinosaurs, and say this was a dragon bone. Right. And yeah. so um, that part I get to me, it's just why would they have to le- live in like mutual exclusivity? Right. Like. If, if you believe in dinosaurs, which we do, we believe in something like a pterodactyl. I would think if someone back in ye olden times found a pterodactyl carcass, I mean, not carcass, it wasn't around, but uh, what's it called? Fossil. But like, it's dragon. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I, I could see them saying this dinosaur was a dragon. But like to say, no, there's no dinosaurs. They're all, They're dragons. all dragons. That makes no sense. So, like, it's just a weird cognitive leap. Also, um, like, but it's funny. Also, like. In most myth, most like, uh, what's it called? Mythology. Mythology. There's all kinds of stuff. Like there's like mermaids. Well, yeah, but there's freaking dugongs and. That's what I'm saying. Like, why is it that we decided like, well, because dragons are in mythology. What am I thinking of? I don't know. The thing we were supposed to, a manatee. (laughs) That was proven that like. Uh, like a lot of the merman or mermaid mythology started because well, of manatees. I get that. My point is, there's a lot of things in mythology that we're not just like, well, it's all over mythology, so it must be true. Like, if, oh, anything, yeah, yeah. if anything, we're like, it's mythology, so right. it's like, like cyclops. Like nobody's like, there must be a cyclops running around. Right. Like, there's an island with one of them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, I know, but yeah. Anyway, this was kind of funny. Oh, and by the way, there's a huge YouTube rabbit hole. I highly recommend you go jump into. Never. I do not want to. <clears throat> um. So there's that. And then what I really wanted to get into, the reason why I brought this up is because 
my point is in the subject of dinosaurs, there's a whole bunch of weirdness going on. One of them is the Acambaro, 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 the Acambaro figurines, um, which were found in Mexico by a guy in the 60s. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. It's about thirty two thousand figurines, which were presented to him as ancient artifacts depicting dinosaurs. Okay, depicting dinosaurs alongside man. Right. Okay. To kind of trip up the whole timeline. Um, the scientific timeline and say like, well, you know, if these ancient peoples who had no real uh, fossils to go off of were seeing dinosaurs because they saw them in the flesh. Right. Um, yeah, that sounds cool. Here's the problem. These figurines were in perfect condition in 1960. Of course they were. And they claimed they were from 2500 B.C., right? They also found the family that was making these figurines <laughs> and selling them to this guy. That's awesome. Um, and then, like, the guy's like, no, 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 I'm telling you, the Earth is not millions of years old. He's a young Earth creationist, right? Yeah. He's like, no, it, you know, it was all done 6,000 years ago. And so um, he's, like, you know, a big proponent of this. And, like, their big claims, believers in these figurines are like, well... Mainstream science never really took them seriously. They never even, you know, did whatever. Mainstream science is like, we sent people. They saw them. It just doesn't make any we sense. We just proved you wrong. Yeah, because there was no mud. That, that you're a liar. Well, not only that, but that it was uh, burned, like, you know, uh, heated. Yeah. Uh, within 30 years of the 1960s. Okay. <laughs> so not thousands of years. Um, but anyway, there are these big proponents of these figurines still out there. And so you'll actually see, like, if you guys follow us on social media, we do these dumb little, like, posts, right? Just to make conversation. Um, and, like, we try to, like, snope some and stuff like that. But, you you know, you've seen stuff like that before is my is my point, right? And you will have seen if somebody did not snopes this, somebody would post a meme of, like, these little figurines and be like, ancient Mexicans from 2500 B.C. depicted dinosaurs, right? Or whatever, like, just... Put, right. put, like you'll still see that like yeah. it's still a common thing it, it's absolute bull right and, like these people are just like hey this weird german guy's like buying up these figurines like make a lot of them make up <laughs> make so many like just make more you know um give us your money yeah so so anyway that's what these are um but this movement has been tied to a couple other things so over in uh cambodia and you'll see this kind of loop linked in with the figurines but this one's real in the temple cambodian temple Angkor wat right which was built in the 12th century, um, which for those of you checking at home is like 800 years ago. Um, there is a tile that looks like a stegosaurus, right? Yeah, it does. I saw it. OK, so some people are like, well, I think it's an artist depiction of a rhino. And then they just have these patterns behind. Right. Which fine. I'm, I'm game. Um, but the big thing, like, but these people that believe in these figurines are like, no, it's a stegosaurus. Like they walked. Well, so the stegosaurus was supposed to be like 47, 48 million years ago. And then we were supposed to evolve as humans like seven or eight million years ago. Um, and Anchor Watt was made like 800 years ago. So it doesn't make sense. Um, but anyway, so they'll put stuff out like that, which brings me to my next point and my most fun point, which is uh People think that dinosaurs are still around now. Um, Man, I wish. I feel like that's just a, that's a dream. Well, it that's is. Like they're, they've like decided, they're like, if I just believe it hard enough, it'll be real. Well, it's kind of funny because they've actually become like cryptids as well. So like, just like, and they do, they, they lump them in with Bigfoot and stuff. Um, so anyway, all of these dinosaurs with names uh, are from Africa. 
and they are like the African Bigfoot. Okay. But it, get, it does get weird. So anyway, the Makole Mbembe, uh, this is going to get potentially not racist. That's the wrong word. Uh, culturally insensitive. I'm trying to say these things. I am not <laughs> making fun of people. I'm not making fun of Africa. He's just really bad at this. I, I don't know. I could be great. Who knows? I've never. Who knows? Anyway, so <clears throat> there's the Makole Mbembe, which is from the Congo River Basin. It's an herbivore, but will attack humans and hippos. Um, they there have been over 200 years worth of expeditions looking for this thing because of how many stories there are about it. Uh, all have been unsuccessful, uh, unsurprisingly. Yeah. And uh, it is supposed to be a sauropod, just like a brontosaurus with a long neck um, and, and the body the size of an elephant. Right. Sauropods can get like 100 feet in length from neck to tail. Um, but yeah, so they think that that lives out there. Uh, there's is also it, is the, it the home alone dinosaur. What? Think about its name. Macaulay Mabembe? Yeah. Macaulay Culkin? Oh, I was thinking of uh, the Kimbe Matumbo. No. Oh, yeah. Not in my house. <laughs> yeah, not, not in it's this, this thing's Is house. Is it like a mix of Kevin and... Uh, Dikembe? Yeah, Dikembe. That would be the strangest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a love uh, child between Macaulay Culkin... Specifically, Kevin McAllister and the Kim Matumbo would be the weirdest thing. <laughs> the robbers show up. No, no, no. <laughs> Not in my house. <laughs> Shoots him in the face with a BB gun. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, so yeah, there's that one. There's the Mabilu, Mabilu, Mabilu. And specifically, this is Mabilu Dash, Mabilu Dash, or Mbielo. I don't know. I really, I don't even just, want to give it just another. Just stop trying. Anyway, but it's three of them uh, all together. I don't I don't know the significance of this. Um, anyway, so it's from the Republic of Congo as well in the Lukula, Lukuala region. Um, descriptions of it sound like a massive crocodile or a stegosaurus with plates because, you know, the crocodiles also have those ridges on the back. Right. Um, so it looks like a stegosaurus. Um, it's an herbivore. Uh, the Naguma Monene, also from the Congo. Uh, specifically, all these are from the Congo because these things live in the jungle, is what they say. And that's what makes them so hard to get to. To their credit, though, we really haven't been very far into a lot of the jungles in Africa. Yeah. Um, or in South America because. Yeah, that's true. It's just very difficult. You'd have to have a reason. And it's a lot of money. But anyway. So then there's the Naguma Monene from the Congo, which is a huge lizard with another ridge on its back. Uh, but its description is more close to the Spinosaurus, which is the uh, uh, bad guy dinosaur in Jurassic Park 3, the one that fights the T-Rex. It's the one that like kind of looks like a T-Rex, but, but it's bigger, lo bigger, yeah. longer head. And the, is it the one that gets eaten by the giant whale. The spine thing? in the back. No, no. Jurassic Park 3, not. Oh, the other one. It's I got don't like know. a spine going down. Anyway, just Google Spinosaurus. I don't know dinosaur names well enough. I'll put it on Facebook. Um, but anyway, so it's that. Um, this one specifically, and, and the other ones have these cases. This is the one that is documented. The weird part about it is when Westerners heard about these tales, they showed them a picture of a Spinosaurus because that's what they thought kind of matched the description. Um, well, actually, they showed them a picture of a bunch of dinosaurs and they said, this is the one. And it was a Spinosaurus. Okay, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So this is what I saw. Um, which again, so the people that they claim they were talking to had like very limited or no technology or, or Western influence. So like they didn't have an understanding of fossils or, yeah, well, it's not like they know. had like a 
bias, not a bias, but like a... I get what you're saying, yeah. Like a preconceived notion. Yes, yeah. thank you. Um, yeah, so for them to go, oh, wow, that's it. You have a picture of it. You know, that was very weird. Then there's the Nugubu, which is very rhino-like um, and also has been uh, compared to like a ceratops, like a triceratops, but with one or with multiple small horns um, and a frill on its neck. And apparently it's been said to have charged elephants. Um, Can you imagine being an elephant out there just like chilling? Yeah. And that thing comes at you. Right. And then there's the Amila Natuka, which are from the pygmy tribes of Central Africa. Their name means killer of elephants, also described as a rhino or a triceratops. So this is what's interesting, too, is these two are very similar from two separate groups of people, both said to kill elephants and both said to be like a triceratops or rhino. Then there's the Burinjor, which is the only one that I found that wasn't in Africa because it's in New South Wales. Well, actually, I don't know where that is. Hang on. <laughs> it's in Australia. What the fuck? <laughs> so anyway, this one's in Australia. What the fuck? Why would Wales be in... I don't know. It's a theropod similar to uh, T-Rex. I'm um, so confused. And then there's the Suresh, which is a draconic creature depicted in Babylonian art. So there's another one where it's interesting because humans shouldn't know about it, right? It's been painted as living alongside animals such as the lion and aurochs. Um, and many people believe the Suresh is an iguanodon, but they can't explain why they would have known what it looked like alive. Huh. So that's weird. Um, anywho... Also, there have been nine pterosaur sightings in North Carolina in the last like four years. So they uh, they they see like what people have described as a pterodactyl, which actually reminds me of a fun story. Um, do you remember whenever I was at my <laughs> house? <laughs> um, of course, the crane story. Yeah. So I was at my house in Corpus Christi and uh, I opened my back deck, which like led to this canal. Yeah, they live on the canal. Yeah, we lived on a canal. And uh, I open it and this massive bird just like takes off from the deck below me going like really loud forward. And I like slam the door and I freak out and like, oh, it's a damn pterodactyl. (laughs) And uh, obviously I didn't mean pterodactyl. What I meant was pelican, but it was a crane. I was just really weirded out (laughs) by this large. Um, I think my dad similarly uh, hit a... He was driving. I need to have him tell this story. He was driving and an owl hit his windshield. (laughs) I've never heard this story. He he freaked out and thought it was a pterodactyl. Um, (laughs) What is your family's assumption that pterodactyls are around? I think we just say it. Well, the weird thing about pterodactyl, too, meaning pelican, was it's because of the silent P. Um, I, so pelican pterodactyl, uh, didn't seem to make sense, but that's what happened anyway. Um, yeah. So I think that's what's going on in North Carolina. Cause twice in my family, did we scream pterodactyl? Dude, big birds are terrifying. When we didn't mean it. Oh yeah. Crane, that crane had like an eight foot wingspan. I have seen before. Like I remember one time we like decided to go driving back when I lived in Corpus, like near the beach at night. We we're like, Oh, it's so romantic. And you can just like see the outline of this giant bird just like standing at the beach. And you're like, Oh gosh, what's happening. They're terrifying. Well, imagine like if you lived in an area with an albatross i don't even like little birds yeah so i definitely would not enjoy big ones nah um yeah i kind of hope those people are right well i do too so i did want to talk about that right like that there there's probably more credence to this than bigfoot well i mean if you really i mean okay crocodiles are around 
crocodiles yeah, exactly. have been around, right? So it's like sharks. There is a small like there's chance. There's not megalodon, but there's right, still sharks. There is a small chance that there's some kind of version of something that was related to. Yeah. Like, no one's saying there's a full size stegosaurus out there, but. It could be like a little baby one. Yeah, if there's a little one. You but know? I mean, there still are some crocodiles that get really big, really big, not like as that big one, as they used to. Like but that one that walked yes, that across one, the Florida golf course. golf course, yeah, yeah, that thing Look was that huge. Up. That thing had terrifying legs. Um, it was like t- as tall as me. Right. So, yeah. Um, so th- there might be something to this. I I think it was. I thought it was crazy. I have actually put this topic back down like three times over until I finally decided to present all three weird topics together um i thought that would be entertaining but yeah um there, there might be some dinosaurs in africa yeah but there definitely were dinosaurs oh yeah oh yeah there's no that's debate. not something we're skeptical skeptics <laughs> about that's something that's for sure that's for sure a hundred percent there's facts there's proven there's dinosaurs man. many things that there were dinosaurs right yeah it was weird to me. Like, we always talk about dinosaurs like, oh, that's the T-Rex. That's this. That's the Stegosaurus. That's blah, blah, blah. But it's like dinosaurs didn't have a name. No. There was no name. They had no idea. The T-Rex wasn't walking around like, I'm the T-Rex. Like, right. no. Like, he had no idea who he was. No. Like, he was like, in his head, maybe he was like, my name is like Steve. I don't know. But it's like. It's like a gecko right now walking around saying he's a T-Rex. Right. But the it difference is like. Idea. But I know what the weird part is, is like, we are living now with geckos. So like yeah. someone is calling them that. No one was calling them that. And if by chance there was some kind of human being that was living at the same or time alien. or an alien, they were not calling them what we're calling them. Nah. We made that up a long time after they were dead. Right. Which is an interesting thought that like you didn't have a name until hundreds and hundreds of years after you were gone. Must large understatement of time ever. Well, you know what I mean? A long time. <laughs> hundreds and hundreds a of years. Long freaking time. Many, many hundreds. Yeah, that's why I said but hundreds quite a and lot hundreds. Of hundreds. Yeah, I, I didn't specify how many hundreds. Too many hundreds, some would say. So many hundreds. Uh but hey, they could still be here, so maybe no hundreds. I don't know about T Rexes, but yeah, I mean terrifying. Might I be hope something. not. There could also have just been misidentification of a rhino or a crocodile. I'm also game for that. I get it. But it's less cool. Crocodiles are terrifying. Oh, they're huge. And especially when and they're you're, big. when you look at it, you're like, that's a dinosaur. Yeah. Oh, no, it is a dinosaur. Well, like yeah. turtles, too. Yeah. Turtles are totally dinosaurs. Ugh. Turtles. Most indestructible little things of all time. Yeah, they're crazy. There was a turtle that lived in the Amazon that had a freaking shell the size of a dinner table. Eight foot shell. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It uh, was a snack sometimes, not frequently, by Tatanaboa, which is like that massive snake it was like as big as the freaking basilisk you imagine trying to freaking digest that yeah no yeah not it would a, not end well no so anyway dinosaurs yep they're real but are they here now yeah they are real and were they on the earth longer than we thought they were yes doubtful but cool concept well that's the thing about uh loch ness a lot of people think that it's a dinosaur i wish i could just have a little a little tiny Little foot. Well, yeah. Ooh, that was another thing. So apparently the Brontosaurus, they all were like, and this is popular media. Like, you know, when you think of Littlefoot's like grandpa or whatever died, they always say like they were like in a swamp all the time. Yeah. Uh, that's because they, the way that the initial bones were put together, they thought that uh, they couldn't even hold up their mass um, and that they couldn't move their tail. And uh, people, modern scientists look at it and like, these feet are not made for swamps. Like these <laughs> things, like these things would die in muddy areas. And then they said they went even another step further and were like, actually, they ran away from swamps. <laughs> like they, they really hated them. They didn't like being muddy. So, uh, yeah, they were they were dry, dry land animals. 
So this has been another episode of Skeptical Skeptics, and we hope you enjoyed that one. It is a little different for the dinosaurs one. Vultramind, pretty, pretty standard stuff. That was good. Um, but yeah, so post your thoughts on dinosaurs. Uh, if you don't believe in them at all, don't know if we could be friends, but still interested to talk to you. And um, yeah. And if you like dinosaurs, maybe we'll put a thing where you can put up your favorite dinosaur. Who doesn't like dinosaurs? <laughs> if you don't like dinosaurs, please don't post anything. Um, I'd literally rather listen to someone who doesn't believe in dinosaurs than someone who's just like, I believe in them, but they're like a like bunch them. of jerks. Yeah. Like, what? Dinosaurs are amazing. Kind of interesting at all. I hated this episode. Why? Because <laughs> I hate dinosaurs. <laughs> um, yeah, so don't be that guy. Um... Yep. Okay. So standard part of the show. Uh, give us a like, favorite, retweet, <laughs> subscribe, whatever you can do in whatever social media platform that, uh, you know, interests you. Find us. We do need to make an Instagram. Um, full disclosure. The reason why I haven't is because Instagram was like about a year past my time. Like, I don't get it. Um, I'm older than you and I have an Instagram. <laughs> but hold on. Here's the real thing I don't get. Snapchat. No clue. No clue. I've literally downloaded it taken off my phone re-downloaded it probably five times i just i don't and even, even know when what i'm on there i have like one friend who i talk to like every once in a while i, I don't get I it as don't. a social media platform no, that's the part i don't, I don't get, get it either anyway other um, than like for dick pics like what's the point yeah no that part i always understood obviously that's the part that makes the most sense Anyway, uh, yeah, so we're old as well. Um, so if you need any help with social media, reach out to us. We'll, we'll help you out. That's cool. Um, but yeah, Facebook, you know, that's solid. We're on Twitter for sure at SkepSkepPod on both. We also have a new website, SkepticalSkeptics.com, where I will post this uh, thing. People have been clicking those links. That's real cool. Like that. That's nice. Uh, so please keep doing that and reach out to us. We like to hear from you guys. Also, for everybody that does reach out, like Trev Marshall, Jonathan Laurent, I hope I'm saying your names all right. Uh, and um, some of our other regulars really appreciate you guys, like Cyril White and Mike, of course, from Massalapi. Um, a couple and Mark. others. And if I missed you, I will shout you out next time. Really appreciate you guys. Um, if you want to be a four cent patron, look out for that. We'll make a Patreon some point soon and hopefully get some merch that doesn't get look like crap. Get some of our crappy merch. No, that doesn't look like crap. <laughs> uh, the stickers look good. That's good. Uh, the cups, I assume, look good, but we'll we'll check it out. All right. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Bye.